Welcome back, and thank you for listening to The Development Project. This bonus episode is taking place of our regularly scheduled talk because of some health matters that prevented us from meeting for it this week. We recorded this shortly after episode three and planned to release it next week before reopening, but plans changed and we're releasing it now. We hope you enjoy the message and we look forward to getting back on track with our regular talks soon. Our aim is to reach health and fitness enthusiasts alike by communicating the lifestyle choices necessary for igniting, life-changing, and ongoing human development. This is The Development Project. Welcome back, everyone, to a special bonus episode of The Development Project. We wanted to fill our members in specifically about what they can expect of themselves when we open our doors. This can, of course, apply to any athlete returning to their gym once quarantine is lifted, but this episode is recorded with our members in mind. We hope these tips will serve as a guide to help you all set realistic expectations for yourselves as we move forward. These will be very matter-of-fact and straightforward to the point. So we'll go ahead and get started. Tristan, talk to us about intensity and loading. Thank you, Caden. Yeah, we'll start with intensity first. Guys, this is kind of AMRAP and EMOMs. We're going to start there. These two things are the first first things that your coaches should kind of be programming for you, and there's a reason why. This is to manipulate how long someone's actually working for. Controlling that, that way that that athlete's not going too long um, to get to get things started back when they get into the gym. Also, this is kind of for your skills. And if you are to do a heavier loading day, again, making sure that there's an end in sight, uh, a time domain that you're giving those athletes. If you're going to be doing four time workouts, which obviously you should, this is still CrossFit and it still needs to be varied to some degree. Make sure that you're managing that rep scheme. You shouldn't be coming back and doing 100 reps of a movement, no matter how easy it is. Like for me, it's, it's very worrisome. I, I see it all over Facebook right now. Everyone's talking about, oh, good, we'll be able to come back and do Murph. Yeah, that that gives me a lot of fright. Um, so so for that, what I would say is, again, most people have, have that tenacity where they're like, you know, I'm going to do this as written. Either modify a movement or break it up, right? Do do the Cindy version. Even, even though maybe you've done 100 pull-ups in a row, 200 push-ups in a row, 300 air squats, if that's not what you've been doing over quarantine, you shouldn't be doing that just because it's a hero workout. There's other years. You'll have other years to do Murph. Um, but basically this is, if you're going to be doing four time, again, make sure this is more basic movements or the movements that you've been asking your athletes to do while they've been on quarantine. The next one is definitely loading. So this is more, this is actually great. This is a great time to put your focus more on technique, not loading. So a lot of our athletes haven't had barbells. I actually have written down to my knowledge, we have almost 30 athletes that I know of that have barbells. That's, that's tremendous and good for them, but that's still the majority of our our community base that does not have barbells. So this is a great time for them to just get back to the technique because they haven't touched a barbell in 60 days. And this is also something where if they've had a mistake, wow, this is a great time to fix it. Let's fix it now that not before we start adding weight back to the bar and those kinds of things. So things that you should be programming for your athletes, things that I'll be programming, this is more complexes, certain positions in, in a movement a lot of quote unquote build up twos. So maybe you're doing five sets of five on back squat, but you're asking your athletes to build up to kind of a heavy five, not starting out at a heavy five and then trying to 
keep that across the five sets, but more just building up to whatever they have capacity-wise for that day. Things you should not be doing, rep maxes. Not just a one rep max, but you should not be asking your athlete to find a five rep max or anything like that. That's, that's gonna be too much for them coming back. Four, eight weeks down the line, sure, you might be able to get back into those things. And then percentages. This is a yes and a no. Yes, you should be manipulating your athlete's percentages to a certain degree, but it should be in that 60% or below level. Again, making sure this is a great time to make sure that they're moving correctly again. They're going to pick up bad habits on this quarantine. They're going to forget things. Make sure that those percentages are low enough. This is a no for anything really above that. We should not be lifting too heavy, especially if we have not been lifting heavy. So that's kind of our intensity and our, our loading piece. It's a good uh, explanation for CrossFit's philosophy of mechanics, consistency, then intensity. So it's good to keep that in mind, everyone. All right, our second tip, overuse. Yeah, this one's, this one's gonna be simple. So these are more just examples. Think about what we've been doing in quarantine. Okay, for myself, I've been doing my best to try to keep things as varied as possible, but let's just point out some of the things we haven't been able to do for the most part. We haven't been able to do heavy loading. We haven't been doing been able to do a lot of pulling, whether that be in a gymnastics form, body weight form, or even a weight form. It's a lot easier to get our presses in, those kinds of things. Um, so for us, when you come back, it's not to say that we shouldn't be pressing. We shouldn't be pushing. We should be putting a slight emphasis on our pulling. So my example would be in a week, make sure your ratios of pulling to pushing is, is maybe two to one, you know, do a little bit more pulling than pushing, but don't take pushing completely out. And then there's basically two other ones. There's, there's start doing some more machines two to one ratio to running and double unders. Cause we've been doing running and double unders this entire time. Uh, you, you can maybe speak a little bit more on this one, Caden, but like, it's still important to, to, to load those joints and stuff like that. The third and final one would be barbells two to one to dumbbells and kettlebells or odd object. We've been doing a lot of single arm stuff and that's great. We've been doing a lot of single leg stuff. That's great. But let's get back to overloading and doing a true compound movement with those barbells. Yeah, we want to load joints and we don't want to completely take something away like jumping or running, but we also want to be aware that we've been doing a lot of that and that can definitely lead to overuse injuries, especially if athletes haven't been taking care of themselves over quarantine and, and recovering properly. So getting back to doing the machines like the rowers and the bikes is going to be a great opportunity to take some load off, but understanding that we're not going to completely eliminate the other things. So be prepared to, to still practice those things and know that that's going to be in programming but we're also going to get cool opportunities to do more with rowers and bikes as well. So next one is talking about frequency and choosing a proper frequency for your workouts. Yeah. In order to do this, it really, it really comes down to the athlete being honest with themselves. So how many days per week maybe should you be coming back? It's assessing based off how many days a week were you coming before quarantine also, since this is going to be leading up to at least 60 days worth, how many days a week you were working out while on quarantine? And that should probably give you a pretty good guesstimate of how many times you should actually be coming. On top of that, you're going to have a lot of athletes who maybe this is something they were used to beforehand, but I promise you, you need to trust your coach, the person who's programming for you. They have a reason. They have a design. Don't get outside of it. And all I mean by that is 
If you're a person who's been staying after class to do extra work, do not do that when you first come back. Stick to the one hour class time. If you're gonna stay after, again, Caden, maybe briefly talk about it, but it should be about recovering your body and being smart that way. Another thing to keep in mind is we might have restrictions. We're not gonna have time for you to do that. In fact, if there's any allotted time after the class, it's for cleaning and then you need to leave <laughs> so the next class can come in. That's probably what we're we're going to be doing. So it's, it's almost a blessing in disguise type of yeah. thing. Yeah, we're probably more than likely gonna have a nice half hour window in between class sessions to clean things, get stuff put away and then give people enough time to get out and then the new people to come back in. But when you get home, you know, you may still have some of the stuff at home that you had during quarantine to do workouts and you might have that itch to do something extra. I would just encourage you to take that extra time to get a foam roller, get a lacrosse ball, do some stretching. If you subscribe to anything like GoWad or ROMWAD, do those sorts of things at least three times a week. Take care of yourself and understand that adaptation is going to happen really quickly because you're, you're coming back to a higher intensity of working out than you're used to. But with that's going to come a little soreness. So you want to mitigate that on your own. So, um, next one is have open communication. Simple three of them. One, be honest about what you've been doing. Tell your coach, I don't care if you haven't worked out a single day and you have been that person who's literally sat on their couch and watched Netflix and eaten all the foods. You need to tell your coach that to express any fears or concerns that you do have whether that be about what we are doing and you've not done it for a while, anything like that, three, announce if you have any injuries. Again, we talk about it. It's, it doesn't have to be a ser serious injury, but maybe there's something that you've accrued over the 60 days because, yeah, it's been an overuse injury. I know that I have some aches and pains. I wouldn't call them injuries, but I have some aches and pains as well just from kind of the monotonous things that we've been doing, even though we've been trying to change those things up. But biggest, biggest piece here is error on the side of caution. If there's something you're not sure about, if there's something you and your coach can't get figured out, just level down. And that's, that's the best thing that I would, would give to anybody. Yep. Awesome. Next one, don't leaderboard. Yeah. So just like a quick way to look at this is we all have our friends. We, we all have the people that we like to work out alongside of. We, we also have friendly competition. Okay. And that's what this is. And, and a lot of times you do, you, you look at somebody else's score to kind of gauge where you are, or you're watching somebody in a workout and you feel like you should be close to them. The biggest thing here is coming back should be very enjoyable. It should be very fun. It shouldn't be stressful. It shouldn't be worrying you based on where somebody else is at and where you're at. My best example is if Caden has been running this entire quarantine, I haven't ran one time but I'm a better runner than, than Caden that first day back. If, if we're running and I'm thinking, ah, oh, I should be able to beat Caden. And all of a sudden Caden's in front of me, that's going to get into my psych psyche. Right. And, and a lot of times I think when we come back, we think about just the physical part of this. This is so important for our athletes at, from a psychological standpoint, because we don't want you to get sad. We don't want you to get depressed and we don't want you to start beating yourself up. It's about coming back and getting consistent again and just getting back to where we were and understanding that that is going to take time. But again, don't let that, don't let that confusion of why is this person beating me? You don't know what that person's been doing. 
Try to be honest with yourself about what you've been doing over this time and, and don't grade yourself compared to somebody else, especially in these first month, two, three months back. Mm -hmm. Yep. Comparison is the thief of joy. So just remember to have fun with it. Last one is establishing routines. Yeah, routines. I think this starts with the idea that the end is in sight for us. Okay, we don't exactly know that May 18th is, is when we're opening back up, but we definitely know that we're close. Before this, we didn't know. And I think when you don't know, you don't want to start being good again. You don't want to start getting back into your routines and those kinds of things. But it's very important now that we understand that. Start getting back into your good habits and understand that this hopefully has been a time where you've been able to pinpoint some of your bad habits. Get rid of them. When you start getting back into your routines, get rid of those bad habits that you know you don't need. Try to only focus on the good habits and understanding that by getting those good habits back, it is going to help your transition back into the gym that much easier. You will be less sore. You will perform better. Eating habits, sleeping habits, those kinds of things, even not to be too funny, but hygiene habits, you know, all those things can make you feel better, make you feel more confident in yourself. And it's extremely, extremely important. Yeah. I don't really know if people have fallen to working out at random times, the different days of the week and all that kind of stuff. But I think a, a good tip would be to, especially now, start picking a, the same time every day that you're going to work out. If that's what you normally did when, when things were open so that when things do open back up, you know what class that you're signing up for ahead of time. You can sort of get your day set up in the right structure so that you start to build those routines and it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, more than anything, we want coming back into the gym to be something to celebrate, something to enjoy. You know, quarantine's already stripped us of our freedom to go to the gym for so long. Don't let your excitement of being back in the gym lead you down a path of carelessness. You know, basically, don't bite off more than you can chew. Train smart, have fun, take one day at a time. Thanks, Tristan. To hear more from us and stay up to date on upcoming episodes, be sure to catch us on Instagram at DVPMT Project. We'll catch you later, everyone.